When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of The Horse Show is brought to you by Wayne Miller, Eric Lemming, Colin McGlinchey. <laughs> God damn it. I can't say names. Colin, Colin McGlinchey. I think that's how you say it. And Ian Lacasse. Thank you all so much for sponsoring this episode. They, they donated over at patreon.com slash I hate horror. So if you can support monetarily, uh, head on over there and uh, support monetarily. <laughs> But if not, we don't mind. Um, this week, I'm, I'm pretty excited for this. This week is alien abduction incident in Lake County. Enjoy. And welcome to the horror show. Show dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. I was gonna throw abducted in there. <laughs> Where? I don't know. Like in my the show that abducts abducts. Uh, well, that would be like weird. Oh man, abducts, mutilates. Yeah, that'd be bad. <laughs> <laughs> Get police, the police show up. <laughs> Oh, man, we are really excited. I'm sure Adam Lash is also really excited for finally getting his fucking pick. <laughs> and a great pick. Yeah. Want to not talk about it? <laughs> yeah, guys. Just, just out of spite. I almost, I almost wanted to do a, 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 an old switcheroo on him <laughs> and tell people we were watching something else and then just to fuck with him. Um, but thanks, Adam. Thank you for all the donations. And um, thanks for picking um, Not Black Devil Doll. <laughs> Visitor Q. Visitor Q. This one's so much more fun. This is so fun. Why can't he just pick shit like this all the time? I think he has another pick for his um, hurricane relief pick. So I don't know what it's going to be, but I hope it's just (laughs) the original one of this. All all six uh, guinea pig movies? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Oh, man. So this is... um, Alien abduction incident in Lake County, 1998. Yes. Predating Blair Witch. Yes. Found footage flick. No, this, that was a big deal to me. The fact that it predates Blair Witch. Yeah. Because you know why? This is fucking awesome and not boring <laughs> and everyone sucks off Blair Witch. Why is nobody talking about this? I don't know because this is really good and really truly made in 1989. 
the original. The original, yeah. By the same director. Yes. Um, I found, and I want to give them um, some props here, uh, found footage critic, and I think their um, podcast is called like the found footage files, but foundfootagecritic.com. They interviewed this director. It's like a 90 minute interview with this guy. And his name is Dean. What is his name? Yeah, Dean, Dean Aliato. Aliato really awesome interview like really good i would honestly just say check it out um the original so there's an original called the mcpherson tapes yep. 1989 made on home video he filmed it in one take in one night nice it is awful to look at <laughs> i will tell you that much like i was so glad adam chose the newer one because <laughs> the newer one is just as effective and still believable hundred percent yeah. believable, um, but just a lot better. Like you literally can't see anything in the original. Like it's so dark. It's so fucking dark. Um, but it's also really realistic. Like they like basically the family, the cast is a family and they are literally a family. Like they all have the same last name, like Van Hoosen. The cast in this, this, I, I can't express how much I enjoyed this mm -hmm. because there was no point where I was like, there's no point that suspended my belief. Like I knew that this wasn't real, right. but I if I didn't, like I wouldn't be shocked. You know what I mean? Like the family, their dialogue was seamless. It was I, just like it flowed like yeah, siblings would flow. It is really good. Um, well, I'll tell you more about that too. But I saw this when I was a kid when it aired. I didn't think I did. I as, as soon There's as the scenes, ending right? happened, yeah, I was yeah. like, holy shit. Yeah. Because um, this aired on UPN. UPN. This wasn't this is like released to theater. Correct. It's a UPN made for TV movie. It's actually hard to find online because the guy in his interview reveals he's trying to make a Blu-ray release and he actively goes after pirates on YouTube, which I'm like, come on, man. Like it was fucking made on TV. You know what I mean? Like, let it go on YouTube. You do the Blu-ray release. People are going to buy it or steal it. So like, whatever, man. Um, but yeah. And so he makes this one on VHS, right? He tries shopping it. He tries selling it. This is the 1989 one. This is 1989 yeah. one. And he honestly thinks he's like. He's like, I had to get it done because like Spielberg made a movie when he was young and sold it. And like he was like, I wanted to be like on the same timeline. So like I rushed making this movie and he's like, and no one wanted to buy it. You can't see anything. And he's like, so I just like we I, he ended up getting like a distribution thing. And then the warehouse and this is why people believe it's real still, by the way, there's a conspiracy that this is real. The 98 version is like a cover up. To be like, oh, yeah, like, we're remaking that fake movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, because the, I'm on board. <laughs> the building in the original that housed literally every copy burned down. This is exactly what the government wants you to think. Yeah. So the director, <laughs> so the director, like, was like, oh, fuck it. But I guess some copies had gotten out in the wild. Some kid rented it from a video store copied it to a tape, cut off the credits, though, and started circulating it as, this is real. And it got to, this is the best part. This makes me laugh so hard. Somehow it got in the hands of the International UFO Congress Convention <laughs> in Las Vegas, who, dude, who screened it to, like, their giant convention, like, hundreds of people. And they said the place went, like, insane, like, lost their mind. And, like, a retired Air Force guy was like, we have all the proof we need now. <laughs> <laughs> like they lost their fucking mind and unsolved mysteries like 
did the research and tracked it down and called the director and was like, Hey man, did you make a fucking movie about aliens? And he was like, uh, like he didn't know why he's like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, all right, that's all I needed. to know." <laughs> but that ultimately led to them making this new one. Yes. Um, and check out that interview. The guy's like really nice and talks about the entire process for both movies. Can we backpedal for one second? Yeah, yeah. How do we get to this convention? I don't know. We got to find. <laughs> I need to be there. Yeah. When I was in sixth, like, well, not sixth grade. When I was in elementary school, like all the grades, I would buy UFO magazine. It was like a $13 magazine. Yeah. Same. <laughs> it was from the UK. <laughs> every year, because you were a grade behind me. Yeah, yeah. But every year from like fourth grade to fifth grade, you had to do a research paper. Oh, yeah. Every year it was on fucking <laughs> UFOs. I think I switched it up once and did it on Bigfoot. Dude, I did the same <laughs> thing, except it was Loch Ness one year. Okay. But it was always aliens. Always aliens. Yeah. Yeah. And like you would rent like sh- shitty, they had them in oh, the library. Dude, they had was, like, so many VHSs books. <laughs> that you can use as research. And, yeah. and, but those VHSs were literally like what we just watched. Yeah, it, it was, was experts it like that. Might have been. It <laughs> might have been. It might have fucking been. Uh, but yeah, it's amazing. Like this is just this is just something. So then he uh, got an offer to remake it for UPN. And still people believed it, even though as soon as it ends, a giant directed by comes up. People were still like, what the fuck? And lost their fucking minds. And you know what? This movie scared me. This movie is unsettling. Yeah, really unsettling. I I can't express that enough. Like, this is so well done. I don't think there's a movie we've done for the show that really, like, like, I got goosebumps at one point in the, the movie. And I was like, ooh, like, this is weird. Like, I don't like this feeling at all. Like, I don't think I've been scared like that from a movie. It again, it's just so well done because there are scenes where the characters are like, I just saw that. And like I, me myself was like getting close to the TV to see if I could see something in the window. And like I was rewinding part. I never do that. Like, yeah. Well, that's that was that that was really confusing. So was like when they would hear things that you that didn't get picked up on the camcorder. Right. I love that. I love it, too. It's a genius move because like I'm like, wait. Am I supposed to hear something right now? Like, yeah, that's what added to like the uneasiness yeah, of it. Like, yeah, what, and this this actually had like a one point two five million dollar budget. Really? Yeah, and I guess really what he spent it on was extending it um, and getting good special effects. He was like, "I got the special effects guys from the X Files." I was like, "Honestly, you should have gotten your money back." Because I don't know what I mean. Besides the ship in the beginning, which we'll get to, like, there's nothing. There's nothing that crazy in this. Um, but like you were saying, the dialogue was really good. Mm-hmm. All these guys were. All these guys were. Um, what's the word? Improv actors. Okay. They're all improvis- improvisational actors. He he was. That like, makes sense because they like, flow. There's no script. There was no script. There were key moments that yep. he was like you have to do this here do this there that's it that's perfect i know i was genius. like that, that's fucking genius exactly and I had the girl from um entourage yeah that's slow he talks about that in the interview he's very very proud of it <laughs> so yeah let's um i mean i i do have a bunch of like it's so crazy i i think this is just such a fascinating movie I really think it's fun. I do too. And like, we're both fans of aliens, and I could talk about this shit. Like, I'm actually kind of upset we haven't done true alien movies before. Yeah. 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 So, um, also, I think I texted this to you. My wife's always looking for like a good movie to watch on Thanksgiving. This is a great Thanksgiving movie. You know what? Honestly, I was thinking about what you were saying about that. This is an awesome Thanksgiving movie. And I kind of really like the idea of a November playlist. I think I'd almost rather, because, 
October's so busy for the show. Like I ended up, I was working like all night for the show, like doing shit, like, cause it's like, it's work. If you have a horror podcast in October, like you, I don't, that's why I don't have, I realized thanks to Brad Miska's tweet. Cause he was like, finally Halloween's over. Now I can actually watch horror movies again. Cause all he did was like, he was just writing constantly about news. Right. I was like, oh, that's my problem in October. Like, <laughs> I'm just trying to like do shit for the show. Like, I don't have time to like do it. I want to do something in November, I think. But we'd have to come up with like a really awesome list of November movies. It, that's it's tough, dude. It it's is not a lot. Maybe just fall. I don't know. But this is amazing. I love this as a fall movie. Like, I think. Yeah, well, it takes place at the Thanksgiving. Yeah, and it's like a family movie. Like the mom, like the the we find out that the dad died. The mom's like. Slipping back into alcoholism. It's just like a legitimate family coming together. It is. And it's weird. Yeah, it's it's really weird. <laughs> family. A family coming together unless you're dating the dog. This is <laughs> we'll get to that <laughs> weird, weird element of this movie. Um it was really well done though. It was, it was really well done. Um but definitely caused some con- controversy after it aired. People yes, freaked it was the like, fuck um, out. The War of the Worlds. Yeah, people freaked the fuck out. I, I understand it. I mean, it scared the shit out of me. Do you? That reminds me. Do you remember? This was like three years ago, four years ago, when the Discovery Channel showed that documentary on mermaids. Yes, <laughs> and everybody believed it. Yes. There was a teacher at my school that was telling the kids about like the history of mermaids. No. Yeah. Like and we have to integrate this into the. You know, he was like telling him. He was like, yeah, and I was like after I was like, you know, that was like fake, right? He's like, no, they wouldn't show. They can't show fake stuff. On TV. <laughs> He's like, it was a documentary. Well, it's funny because like the History Channel, like in October, plays like the history of vampires, and it's like, fun fact: there's no history of vampires because because they're, they're not real. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the history of dragons. Yeah, it's not real. You can't. Didn't this air after, like, one of those vampire things? Yes, it said, uh, Real Vampires Exposed. Yeah. Yeah, uh, was the, uh, the, so they did a lot of stuff So to like everyone this. that was getting outraged, that probably should have been a, a tipping. And it was probably at the end of, like, the Weekly World News um, cycle where people were, like, I think just, there was so much media, like, you could, you could consume so much of it. And even uh, Adam Lash, who picked this, he said he went on the message boards after, and people were like... Everybody run! <laughs> People were freaking the fuck out. I, I wish I could go back to those times. I know. Because I would just fuck with Troll. Because so hard. People were doing that to the X-Files. Yeah. Like, people were going on the X-Files message board to be like, this really happens. Like, yeah, yeah, the X-Files yeah, yeah. are they're just telling the story. <laughs> um, also, a cool thing to note is in New Zealand, they purposefully cut off the credits to terrify their, yeah, their the, national audience. As they should have. <laughs> Oh man, oh man. So, or cut to a commercial of what's coming on next and put it like super small so we can see anything. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, that's a really good idea. Yeah, yeah. Or just yeah. Um. So we get this uh, long intro, not long, uh, just an introduction written on the screen, documentary style. In the fall of 1997, a 16-year-old boy set out to document his family Thanksgiving dinner. What he purportedly captured on this video camera was more than just a family get-together. The following footage, if real, could be the most important evidence ever, supporting the possibility that we are not alone in the universe. This footage contains explicit and frightening images. Now, for the first time ever, watch the complete and unedited tape and decide for your self. Alien abduction. 
did it happen? <laughs> Which I loved how it ended. Flag on the moon. How to get there? <laughs> <laughs> I love a good BC Yaka Flash reference. <laughs> <laughs> so um but that is enough to hook me that move well i love in the movie they never are like the here is proof aliens exist they're like we don't know if this is real or not so the movie is like, like we've said it's set up like they found the tapes mm-hmm. and it's spliced with experts like you would see on like true crime things yep. like there's people that are like this is bullshit there's a guy that's straight up like this is bullshit you yeah. can tell because this is 100 percent fake yeah and then there's another person that's like if this is fake i'm pissed because why didn't i direct it and there's another person oh, yeah. that's like this is 100 percent real yeah, yeah that's yeah. how it would go and like if it was 100 percent, i love that yeah yeah um that was such a genius idea that, that was a really smart way to do it portray it and I loved also the director that they, they interviewed a director as one of the splicings. He was like, there's no plot. Yeah, that's the guy that was like, I'm yeah. pissed. if it's real, I'm pissed. Yeah, he's like, I didn't direct it. Yeah, he's like, there's no plot. There's no story. He's like, why would they make like? Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's so genius to like bring up those points. Also, back to the found footage element. Like, this is believable. Like why that kid was filming it. Like there's so oh, many yeah. times where there's found footage. Like, why would he be doing this. yeah honestly actually it's funny because it's so much better in this one than the 89 one because in the 89 one he's the director filmed it in the 89 one and uh you can just there's definitely an art to found footage that like i can't even explain because i don't know cinematography but there's just scenes in the original one where i'm like why is he holding his camera and doing this because it's very amateur he's just doing it himself and this one it's almost perfected they put it down at the right times like it was really good and then the first one he's like he's like manhandling something with like trying to do two hands and like (laughs) and other characters in this one acknowledge the fact that the kid's still filming like there's a scene where they're trying to move a piece of furniture to block like a door and she's like we put the fucking camera (laughs) down the mom is so irritated when the kid's like oh my camera's running out of battery she's like thank god (laughs) she's so fucking irritated by this kid um and so, yeah, so we get that November 27th, 1997. Look at this big idiot's dumb face on the camera. <laughs> Some big dumb face. We got a new, new drop, new album drop. <laughs> Paul's favorite band. <laughs> Who's the son of the Duke of Lion? <laughs> um, this is not big dumb face, so it's some kid's face. Uh, we introduced the family members. I did not know who to write down because I did not know who was going to be a relevant character. Turns out they're all they're pretty all relevant. Are, yeah. yeah. It's a Kurt Brian. Because at first I was like, do I have to like, they're like, oh, here's Rosie. A little, a little girl. I was like, do I have to write this shit down? It turns out I did. You did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Who's the oldest one? Uh, Kurt. Kurt. AKA your dad. <laughs> so angry all the time. <laughs> Dude. Also, he's in every Hallmark like original movie. Oh, are you serious? Ever. Are yes. you serious? Yeah. That's so funny. Uh, I, dude, I laughed so much at him because he's such a fucking red ass all the time. He's always <laughs> so fucking hot about everything. Like, like when they walk outside, he's like, why haven't you painted the steps yet? Yeah. <laughs> like, dude notices everything. Like he's <laughs> such a pain in the ass. Like he's so funny. Um, and then one of the brothers is like, why don't you like him? Cause he's fucking our sister. And they're both laughing. Dude, that kid is so mad. Like, dude, like the actor is legit. That was the one where I was like, that's your dad. Like, cause that's you and your brother saying something and just laughing. Dude. Cause the other two actors I think are legitimately laughing. Like, cause he like, honestly, he Paul faces him. Like he stares at, 
but not even Paul face. It was like your dad. And he's like, you think that's funny? Yeah, <laughs> it's the funniest scene. I laughed so hard at that scene. He stops. He's like, you think that's funny? You laughing about that? <laughs> and they're both laughing so hard. And they're like, oh, yeah, man. Like... <laughs> It was like one of my favorite scenes. For those that don't know, my dad's very easily agitated, and my brothers and I would go out of our way, mostly me, but go out of our way to say outlandish shit to really set him off. (laughs) Oh, he just gets, oh man, it just makes me laugh so hard. He's like the ultimate dad. Like, that's just such a, like, and that's what Kurt was this whole time. Like, Every time somebody said something, he's like, Jesus Christ. But it makes sense, though, because oh, the dad died and yes. he took on, like, that role. And Kurt and, like, took on the role, like, yeah. He's hurting because he doesn't have his dad. Yeah. And he's, like, being, like, an extra hard-ass to protect yep. his family. I yeah. loved it. it. I mean, it was smart. It was really smart. Um, and also that fact about the dad dying. At the beginning, I had no idea who was related to who. I was so confused at first, um, which is also kind of good because it wasn't – there was no exposition. Like, they weren't, like – Here's my brother, yeah, Carter. No. Yeah, you, exactly. He's a real dickhead. Like, <laughs> like, nothing like that. You had to find out, like, it was within, like, the first 30 minutes or so, but, like, you had to wait to find out who everyone was, what yes. their relationships were with each other. Um, so we have the older brother, his wife. His and wife. daughter. And the daughter, Rosie. Yes. Kurt. Then we have. Linda Rosie. <laughs> the middle brother. Who is banging Sloan? <laughs> some, some, some banging who? Sloan. Oh, uh, I thought you were talking not, about not not college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's that's her name from Entourage. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so yes, so you have the other brother Brian who's banging Sloan. They're all together at Thanksgiving, and he's banging her in the bathroom. Then you have the younger brother, Tommy, who's holding the camera, who likes to film his brother banging Sloan. <laughs> yes. Very weird. Again, not into that. No. Not into that at all. Last thing you'd ever want to see, your boyfriend fucking. Your brother fucking. Your brother fucking. <laughs> and your boyfriend, I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I see. Yeah, that would be bad if you saw your boyfriend fucking, too. I mean, who wants to see that? Um so what the fuck that just threw me off uh yeah so tommy is walking around introducing us to all these characters he catches his brother brian having sex fornicating in the bathroom naughty naughty and while saying filming, fornicating is something else the fact that it comes to mind for a 16 year old is <laughs> alarming uh, i will say i got yelled at in school for using that word because <laughs> she was like i'm trying to think of a word that starts with f <laughs> That's like, uh, that's funny. School's a weird place, man. Because, like, that's the most innocent way to say sex. Because I knew I wouldn't get, I was going to get more trouble. I was fucking. Yeah. <laughs> like, she really should have counted her blessings on that. Right. One. So, these guys are all their brothers. Um, they messaged that their sister, Meg, is missing. I can't believe I know all these names. Oh, Mel. 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 Um, so they have a sister, Mel, who is missing. They don't know where Mel is, uh, and they're waiting on Mel to come in. Uh, lights all go out in the house. Boom. We see some flashes of light in the distance. No one knows what it is. Obviously, everyone assumes it's lightning. Yep. Uh, Mel shows up with her new boyfriend, Matthew. Yes. Matthew is black. And the only reason I mention that is because... Kurt is real pissed about it. And everyone's like, is it because he's black? And he's like, no, 
because he's got an attitude. This guy is like the nicest, the nicest man. Yeah, like he greets everyone. Like um, that's how exactly how you'd want your child's significant other to greet you. Like perfect. Like shaking everyone's yeah. hand and. Everyone loves him, by the way, like immediately. Like all the brothers are like, oh, hey, Matthew. Like everyone's so friendly. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. So Kurt just Kurt stares him just down. <laughs> stares him down, like literally doesn't say anything <laughs> to him. Um, so so all the all the men in the house are going to go look and see what happened to the power. So they go outside after staring down poor Matthew. Uh, they go outside. Um, this is when Kurt's like, weren't you supposed to paint the front steps? <laughs> He's like, I'm going to get to him, man. <laughs> and then, uh, and then Kurt, like they're walking and Kurt's just like, can you believe Mel with this Matthew guy? And everyone's like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the two brothers are like looking at each other. It's, it's legitimate. Like it feels real. Like it feels like. Yeah. Cause it's awkward as fuck. And like, w- and Brian- that's the part where he's like. You're just mad because he's fucking your sister. Yeah, he's like, he's like, why? Because he's black? He's like, no, it's because he's got an attitude. And they're like, oh, right, because he's doing our sister. <laughs> and, dude, that guy gets it. Like, that guy totally gets it. And they just start laughing their asses off. And Kurt's, Kurt is just so fucking mad. Um, oh, yeah, and he's, like, shining the flashlight in their faces. That, that was, like, the ultimate dad move. Like, <laughs> whipping around and being like, you think that's funny? Shining flashlight in their face. <laughs> directly in their eyes. Um, it's, it's, it's insane. But that really, like, kind of, there's, like, a little bit of racial tension here and then later on. And, honestly, it kind of didn't make sense in the movie. I, I think they added it to make it more, I don't know. I don't know why they added it. Because you'd think there would be an element of, like, Using that as some type of motivator later or like compassion later, like show them getting together. But it's not your typical movie and that doesn't happen. So, yeah, no, the, the purpose for it is just just odd. Just people are dicks sometimes. Yeah, I guess maybe that's it. Just kind of paint Kurt. I don't know. Because it's so weird because there is no character development in this. There isn't. Nobody there changes. Is. Because but like, but like, you know, why Kurt is like that because the dad. Well, no, that's true. That's true. Like, I know their you know, backstory. Yeah, yeah. The. the They've got a good backstory and they, they're playing it well, but there's no like development. Like Kurt's never like, I was wrong about Matthew. No, like, that just doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't get a chance to. No, well that's true too. <clears throat> Maybe in the uh, well, okay, the sequel, <laughs> the sequel. Um, so they go out there, they find the fuse box has completely melted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kurt, everyone is like, hey man. That's totally fucked up. Kurt's like, it's just lightning. Everyone's like, nah. And then they hear a giant blast in the back and see like a big flash. Transformer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're like, holy shit, what was that? Kurt's like, man, it was a gun. Everyone's like, that is, is not a gun. And he's like, no, nah, it was a gun. So the three brothers decide to go investigate this noise. Three brothers, the movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, the two older ones send the one with the video camera back. Yes. And he like runs after him yeah. a minute later. Yeah. Um, and we learn that the mom is an alcoholic and both brothers immediately blame the, young, the youngest the, one. The 16 year old. She's like, mom's on her second glass of wine. And the older kid's like, what? I thought you talked to her. <laughs> and like the kid, because the, the kid explains it's always like, what do you want me to do? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I did yeah. talk to her. Yeah. He's like, he's like, yeah. He's like, maybe if you guys were around more. And he's like, Jesus Christ. You know, I got my big got job. job. <laughs> yeah. I got a job. I can't. Watch what mom's drinking all the time. 
<laughs> it's so fucking crazy. Also, the older one could clearly just go back and tell her himself. Just smash the fucking bottle of wine and be like, Mom, cut this shit. Well, that's, isn't that what he suggests? And the, the little kid's like, why wouldn't she just buy more? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's it's really good. It's such a good movie. Uh, and yeah, it, and to blame a 16-year-old kid for your mom's alcoholism, probably not a great idea. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. So the the 16-year-old's like, Tommy is like, no, listen, like I did talk to her. She just keeps drinking. She's like, he's like, it's worse than before. He's like, why didn't you tell me? He's like, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> yeah, that is what it says. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. He's like, I'm telling you right now. And then he's also like, yeah. And then sometimes she goes into dad's closet and rubs his clothes. I'm like, oh, well, it's weird. <laughs> and the Kurt has like no issues with that. He's like, well, whatever. <laughs> Um, as they approach, they see this like transformer exploding. So clearly, some they're doing something with the electricity. They're they're zapping boxes or whatever. Uh, they go, "What's that over there?" And they start using the camcorder to zoom in, and they see a giant fucking. And it was awesome because they're like, they're like, "What is that?" They're like, "Is that some type of like airplane?" Like they're like the airfield, and they're like, "No, that's not." Like the airfield's too far away. Like. What is that? Like, they're looking at it. And Tommy's like, that's a UFO. <laughs> and in my notes, I was literally about to write, as he said that, I was about to be like, it is the most UFO looking thing of all time. <laughs> like, even if you don't believe it's a UFO, you're like, that's a fucking UFO. <laughs> okay. Like, until I go down there and look a little further, that's a fucking UFO. Right. Like, um, and Tommy's like, that's a UFO. And they're like, get the fuck out of here. And then they look in the camera and they're like, holy shit, that's an alien. <laughs> like, yeah. like, those are fucking aliens. And I just love that. Cause like. At some point, same because that's probably anybody's thought process. Yes. Like, well, fuck. I mean, if you saw that thing, like you're in the middle of fucking nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) And they got a cow (laughs) in like two seconds with like this like laser beam. Um, I'm just thinking about like, yeah. Here's what I'll say. Can you imagine being in the woods with Paul? (laughs) Oh my God, you're right. Seeing a fucking UFO. (laughs) Well, I'd be, I'd feel really. Because it would go something like this. Paul would be like, that's a UFO. And I would be like, no, really? And Paul would be like, yeah, Joe, it's a fucking UFO. <laughs> what the fuck do you think it is? Look at it. It just came from fucking space, Joe. <laughs> yeah, and then we would all die. <laughs> um, and this was honestly, like, freaking me out. Like, this, these scenes were freaking me out because these guys are playing nervous and excited so well mm-hmm. here. So I guess you're right because you would be like, You'd have so much adrenaline going because you're like seeing something so terrifying and new. Like you'd be like shaking probably like, holy fuck. Like, what the fuck is this? Like you'd, you'd, ha- you'd have to like let it out somehow. But the tension gave me goosebumps. Um, and you can't see much in this scene at all. It's very dark. Like I could barely see anything. And they did hushed whispers. Like they were, they did end up whispering after a little while. Like they were like, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. and it worked. So Willow Creek Take note, you don't have to just be in a fucking tent whispering and not see anything and just hear rocks getting thrown at your tent. You could show shit. Like, they were showing us aliens. It was really fuzzy and stuff. But I had goosebumps, man. Like, I was afraid. Like, I was like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, I, it was tense. And all they were doing was sitting there whispering and being like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? But you could see something. It wasn't two idiots in a tent being like. Exactly. So take note, found footage people. Don't be an asshole. Don't be Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> Stupid idiot. Can't Hi, man. That's, that nice. <laughs> That's a really good Bobcat. Good job. Wow. You could do Bobcat. <laughs> That's useful for one reference. <laughs> oh, man. 
the um we so, get our first interview okay. after that the cop mm-hmm. who's like i can't say anything <laughs> uh but all i can tell you is the family's missing and all we have is the videotape that's the best because they do that in real things like yeah. why are those cops even going there yeah <laughs> yeah i just can't talk about it. It's an ongoing investigation. <laughs> you, you see it on the news all the time. Like, well, we have no comment yeah, at the time, but like, everyone's dead. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay. Well, thanks. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's what we get from the cops. So we at least know, like, we know the end, too. Like, that's the funny thing. Like, they're telling us the end of the movie. Yeah. They're saying, oh, yeah. No one's here. Right. Everyone's gone. This is all you're going to get is whatever's on this videotape. Right. So again, the whole point of found footage is that you know that this is found. Mm-hmm. Like, you know that oh, they're not They did it, it perfectly. Yeah. They did it perfectly. Um, so they run back, uh, tell the family, who's like, you guys are bananas. Well, one of them gets shot. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we forgot to mention that. Uh, yeah, they, they're like, they're looking at us. They're looking at us. And they lift up, like, a laser pointer. A ray gun, yeah. <laughs> a laser. <laughs> it was a laser pointer. <laughs> and they, uh, it was like a ray gun. And they're like, ah! They just start screaming, and they run back. Yeah, and one uh, it hit him in the hand. And yeah, it was like a burn mark. Yeah, it was like a giant burn mark in his hand. Brian. The middle uh, one. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they run back to the house, tell the family, who's like, you guys are stupid. The the whole family does not believe this at all. And it's tough to say. Like, a lot of the things in this, I'm like, how how would I react in this? I like that about this movie. Because I think they did it so well that there was never a moment where I was like, why would you do that? But there were moments where I was like, what would I do Like, if they came running in? And I think I'd end up believing him only because Kurt is such a fucking stick in the mud. Yeah, it's a great question because I don't think I would. Even Kurt, who's like <laughs> dry as fucking. No, I would believe that they saw something. Oh, yeah. But there's no way I'd be like. The aliens yeah, are coming to attack fucking, us. Fucking, you saw a UFO. Like, yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. I don't know, though. Yeah, I guess you're right. No, I mean, there's no. Cause there's, and Kurt's such a fucking. Nobody's ever seen yeah. that before. And Kurt's such a stick in the mud. Like, you know, he's got no, like, real world experience besides the fucking bait shop. So you're like, all right, Kurt. Yeah. <laughs> Saw your first. You got spooked for Tractor once. trailer <laughs> something, you fucking moron. Uh, yeah, so I guess you're right about that. Uh, but they do see lights flash across the house. And they're like, oh, it looks like the ship's leaving. <laughs> okay. That's yeah, that's cool. Uh, and by the way, most of this you don't see. Like, you rarely see aliens. You rarely see anything. It's no. all just suspense, and it's it's really well done. So they decide to have Thanksgiving dinner and light the Thanksgiving candle, a tradition I've never heard of. Never. Where you light a candle and you pass it around. Say what you're thankful for. Yeah, you like pass it to the or you say what you're thankful for to the person about the person on your right. Okay. So I'd never do anything so stupid. Of course not. <laughs> Although I'm sure a lot of people do this in their home. And it is lovely if your family participates in that. That's honestly more unbelievable than aliens. Than <laughs> fucking forest. In 2017, if people enjoy their families that much, very, <laughs> I don't buy it for a second. Um, but yeah, they, uh, they do this candle thing and uh, Kurt's wife gets the candle first and she gives like the most beautiful romantic speech to her husband. She's like, I love you so much, and you work so hard. So she passes it to her husband, who's like, Mel, to his sister. He's like, 
oh fuck i can't do this <laughs> it just slams the candle down <laughs> um and just as that's happening they see an alien outside the window and it is creepy as fuck the way they did it you see like just this like blur. A movement. Yeah. yeah and it's just enough to freak you the fuck it's out. the most effective thing ever because they do that multiple times yeah and, and that's all you need it's all, it is all you need it's all you need something dude. That you oh, it's know so is eerie there. dude it's yeah. so fucking eerie just little dudes creeping around your house also it's so funny to think of aliens just walking around your home I mean, yeah. If they got here, why wouldn't they just enter? And they, they, they probably have all just these zap, zap your fucking house. They have all these powers. You're right. You know what? <laughs> Fuck this movie. <laughs> I mean, it's stupid. Had all these powers to incapacitate Dude, everybody. Like the one that really got me was when they crawl into the window on the roof. That's such a complicated thing to do. I'd just be like, like, imagine you're aliens with all these powers, and your buddy's like, "All right, you want to climb up on the roof and enter through the attic?" And yeah. you're like, "No, I'd really much rather go through go the through fucking the door. front door." <laughs> <laughs> just fucking take them. <laughs> like maybe the guy that maybe the guy that like traveling galaxies. Maybe the guy. <laughs> maybe the leader of this unit is just like a really dramatic dude, and like the rest of the aliens are probably like, not again with this fucking bullshit. Like, do we really have to scare him first? And he's like, yes. Like it's part of our ritual. It's part of our heritage. We spook him first, and then we go in and then get him. Real Randall Boggs. <laughs> Like, isn't it? Yeah. Monsters Inc. Yes. We gotta scare them first. And the other aliens are just like, ah, Jesus Christ. It's fucking Bob again. Bob and his bullshit. Fucking wants to crawl up on the roof. Can you believe this fucking asshole? Yeah, Bob, we're coming. Like, but, um, yeah, so the aliens are just like creeping around the house, just fucking with them. Method Man and Red Man style. <laughs> What's that? How Sorry. high? No. <laughs> What's that song where they're like creeping around the house about to murder somebody from uh, Blackout? Uh, serial killer? Yeah. Well, that was a pretty easy name. <laughs> yeah. uh, but spelled with a C. Yes, I do remember that. It had that. nothing to do with serial. So stupid. <laughs> Definitely just a spelling error. Um, Matthew, the boyfriend, this is this is when tensions really boil over, and then nothing happens after this. Because <laughs> Matthew's like, "Hey, man, your family's got some weird r- rituals," and then Kurt like loses his fucking mind, and they literally get into like a fight, like rolling around on the ground. Yeah, and there's a shotgun involved. And there's a shotgun involved, which terrified me. <laughs> like even watching a fake movie, I was like, "Why is this happening?" Well, this Matthew points answer. it out because the kid, like Kurt, is like in yeah. his face, but like and like he's not pointing the gun at him, but the gun's leaning towards mm-hmm. him. And Matthew's like, "Get the shit out of my face!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so and it, like they did a really good job in this, man. They really did. Um, then they all finally decide, like, "Hey, wait a minute." Our idiot brother has been filming everything. Let's watch it. And I'll show you guys that there's a real alien. And it cuts. We see the scribble. And it comes back. <laughs> Everyone's got, like, their hands on their <laughs> Like, we literally went from, like, it was it was amazing. Because, like, you literally go from a room of people, like, being like, yeah, let's see that alien. And then it cuts back. And everyone's got their hands on their head. And they're like, oh, my God. Like, what are we going to fucking do? <laughs> We're all doomed. Like, <laughs> it's so amazing. It's so fucking amazing. Um, why would they wouldn't have done that earlier? But, uh, yeah, so they finally look through. And the family's just devastated. <laughs> And the mom's just like, well, maybe it's some pranksters. Everyone's like, moms, am I right? (laughs) Uh, 
Everyone's freaking out, though. Not good. Not good. Then they all start hearing shit. Yes. And there's like a re- it's like really high frequency, so we can't hear we it. We can't hear it in the camera. And it, it like fucked up everybody but Rose. So I don't even think it's in the... Ca- I don't even think it's a frequency. The, I love this movie, man, because they don't explain everything. I think we learn later they may have telepathy or like brain shit. Yeah. I think they're playing it in their heads. Okay. Because like later on, they like start fucking with people's heads and making them see things. Yeah. Like, so I think they're just playing it in their heads. It's not even an audible thing. Okay. I think it's just like this. I think. I don't know. I could be wrong. It makes sense. It doesn't matter because we, we don't know. And if we asked the guy, he'd probably be like, who cares? Oh, fucking <laughs> so <God>. insignificant. <laughs> I just didn't have the money to make the noise. All right. <laughs> like, why are you asking me this? But it does not affect the little girl. It does not affect the little girl. We don't hear it. The little girl doesn't hear it. We hear screaming. Shit starts falling off the walls. Fade to commercial. I love the commercial breaks, by the way. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine what? I, I mean, I know I watched it as a kid live. Or I, I assume I watched it live. I don't think they played it again. But I don't remember it. But can you imagine like going to commercial and being like, the fuck? Like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. And probably even back then in 98, you're probably checking your TV with the noise. Like, you're probably like turning it up. All the way. Sure. Um. Yeah, it's so cool. Uh, we meet Damien Hawkins, filmmaker. And this is the first one where I was like, this is awesome. Because he's like, he's explaining, it's not fake. Those people are not actors. Uh, aliens aren't walking down ramps like E.T. Yes. I love that. I, he, I mean, and it's so funny because it's so obvious when you're like looking at it f- from our perspective now. Where you're like, well, of course you would put a guy that says it. But the way he does it is just so effective. Like. I don't know. Maybe it's just because the juxtaposition of like him versus people being like, this is fake. That makes it better. But I just loved it. I just love that he was like, I don't know. It's yeah. it's so good. It's so natural. And he's so like, there's no plot. Hollywood. Yeah. He's like, there's no plot. There's no story. These are just people trying to get out of their house. I was like, fuck. Like, that's so good. And then it just, it's basically these, these clips are bumpers for when they come in and out of commercial, yes. essentially. Uh, we go back to the house. Kurt and Tommy go out to get the car because they're going to get the fuck out of there. Tommy reveals he pissed himself. <laughs> and in another classic dad move, Kurt just turns around and is like, you what? <laughs> so bigger fish to fry. So, <laughs> so mad at his brother for pissing his pants. And then like, again, like talking about like having your head in the wrong headspace. And it like just made it all the more realistic. Kurt's like, whatever, man, I'm not going to tell anybody. Like, not even being like, listen, man, it's okay. Like, we're going to be all right. Because obviously he's terrified. He pissed himself. He's like, yeah, don't worry. I won't tell anyone. (laughs) That's his concern. Like, um, yeah, it's so fucking funny. Uh, They get to the car, but it doesn't work. Fried just like the fuse box. Totally melted. They also all, they go back to the house. They all notice their watches have stopped. All your typical stuff. They start hearing noises on the roof. Little little sounds of reindeer. Yeah, <laughs> little bells ringing, uh, and the mom goes, "It's probably raccoons picking through the trash <laughs> on the roof." <laughs> so insane. Uh, actually, I like deleted my notes because I wrote like they hear noises on the roof, and she's like, "Oh, it's probably raccoons picking through the trash." I was like, "Oh, I must have fucked that up. I must have misread that scene." And no, it was on the roof. <laughs> it was 100% on the roof. Mom's just an idiot. And uh, Tommy goes out, sees the attic window open, and he's like, the aliens are in the fucking house. They don't swear, by the way. It's no. The TV. Actually, they do swear, but it's bleeped, yes. which is awesome. Um, Kurt decides he's going to go upstairs to scope it out. 
And this scene Wait, is so unnerving. But before that, Tommy changes his pants. And no, no. It's right after that? Yeah, it's it's at this point because they're going upstairs. Tommy okay. changes his pants okay, upstairs. Okay, okay. That scene was weird. Uh, so they're, they're going upstairs. This scene was so unnerving to me. And it's your typical, I want to call it typical, but it's so not typical. Well, even, I don't even like when they climb into the attic, but all you see is like the last leg going into the attic. Like you don't see the, the you know what I mean? Like the alien. Oh, climbing. I didn't even notice that. Oh, you, you see like something move. Like, oh, like I didn't even second. see that. Yeah. Oh, because I was wondering like why he thought, I mean, besides the window was ajar, but oh, that's creepy. Yeah. That's creepy as fuck. Um, and I, I still don't even mind that they went into the attic. I mean, aliens are people too. <laughs> well, aliens are aliens too, uh, but it's it's just I don't know. It's again like this movie does it well enough where I I'm not I'm okay with them coming into the fuck. Like I don't know I don't know. They just want to creep us out first. Um, but they're going up these stairs and it takes them like five minutes to get up the flight of stairs because they're going so slow and they're looking around and it's just really unnerving. Really, really unnerving. Um, they're slowly going up. You can't see anything, just the flashlights. Tommy goes into his room, puts the camera down, and you're like, Jesus Christ, like, what are we going to see? Like, And they also gave you, like, kind of a hint when an alien was going to come because the camera would, like, It'd get all glitch fucked. out. Yeah. yeah, like, glitch out. So we see it glitch out while Tommy's changing his pants. But nothing happens. He picks up the camera, turns around. There's a fucking alien in his room. Yeah. Now, I don't know what the fuck happens here. Because he turns out the light on the camera, I'm guessing. Yes. And then all I do is, all I see is like an alien head. But I don't know what I was supposed to understand what happened there. It, like, subdues him. He's in like a trance, Tommy is. And the um, alien, like, investigates the camera. Oh, like, I think the analysts check out like, what is this thing? Yeah, Let's yeah, get yeah, yeah, this is yeah, a threat. Yeah, yeah. And like, Tommy doesn't know that this is happening because he was just like under. Oh, a I was so fucking confused about that scene. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. So is that the same alien that they trap right now or no? I, I'm not sure. It's his brother. Yeah. So Cletus. anyway, like Tommy like walks out or something, and then Kurt is like, "I got one! I got one!" And he's got one locked in the room, which. Not really a victory there, pal. <laughs> they, they climb the fucking house. <laughs> Probably just walk out. Um, yeah, it's really weird. We cut to Julian Bond. Musician. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Um, and this guy, th this interview, probably could have done without this guy, but it also just adds to it. I don't know. Like, Is Julian Bond a real musician? I have no idea. I didn't look it up. Probably should have. <laughs> There's no way. Um, and, and he's just this British guy who's complaining about being abducted by aliens. <laughs> he's like, big-headed wankers, take you out of your life and putting you under the light. <laughs> and he's really upset about how um, this vi this video, like, he's like, this is exactly what happened to me. 100% what happened to me when I got abducted. <laughs> uh, back in the house, Kurt's telling him to get some rope. I figured they were going to try and tie up the alien, but Kurt, like a four-year-old, is trying to... <laughs> that is not Julian Bond. Uh, Kurt, Kurt ties up the handle of the door and is holding it with rope. <laughs> Fucking aliens. The idiot, idiotic thing. Most idiotic plan I've ever heard. <laughs> like, the wife's holding it. And she's like, this is not working. <laughs> um, the alien's about to shoot a laser through the door. We see the big red light. 
Yeah, they have like infrared scopes. Yeah. Well, first Kurt is about to just shoot through the door regardless. Like he's just like, fuck it. And everyone's like, no, why are you going to shoot him? Which, what <laughs> camp are you in? I'm in shoot him. Are you, are you asking me? Yeah. So there's an X-Files episode <laughs> where the guy works for the government and he's yeah. like, it's like the there's only three known cases of aliens that have like come to earth and I killed one of them and he's like devastated by it. Oh really? Like I always thought about that. Like imagine this thing comes to earth and you just fucking kill one. Um, yeah, that's what I would do. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> they shot your brother in the hand. Like they're, wa- they're sneaking into your house. Like, I mean, yeah, they're not like point, coming to the door. Like, intruder. Hey, yeah. hey, how's it going? Outer space man here. Like <laughs> just saying hi. Like they're like climbing through your attic window, like nefarious means like, Running around the house. Yeah, I think I'm in that camp, too. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so he, he wants to shoot him. Everyone's saying no. Uh, the alien's about to shoot a laser through the door, so Kurt blasts him, blasts the perfect circle through the door. <laughs> that shotgun shell <laughs> just makes a perfect circle. That's how the band got its name. I got free tickets to see them on Sunday. This Sunday? Yeah. I'm not going. Sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> Counting bodies like shit. Um, Maynard, what a jerk. did it all for you. <laughs> Maynard's such Maynard a tool. <laughs> yeah, I imagine Maynard's such a tool. Yeah. Nice. I hate Maynard. Um, he is good on that green jelly song, though. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, <laughs> pretending to be pigs. <laughs> um, green jelly, three little pigs. Check it out if you've never heard it before. Yeah, it's like one of my no, favorite songs. <laughs> my cousin showed me that when I was probably in the age where I loved aliens, and I was like, "This song is melting my brain." <laughs> and then he showed me the video, the claymation video. Rambo. And then comes Rambo. <laughs> Dude, that video is fucking like the epitome of '90s, and it blew my mind, blew my hair back. And then my cousin's like trying to tell me like the history of green jelly and Jello. Like, oh yeah, they got sued. I was yeah. like, I don't know what that means. So, <laughs> so they use the umlaut. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, they shoot the alien, they go in, alien's down, but they notice that the light gun is missing, so they cover up the body with a sheet, you can pretty much figure that that's gonna be empty later, it is. (laughs) They go downstairs, everyone gets nosebleeds, what else happens? All the men, they're like, hey, let's go outside again. (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, oh, one one of the... (laughs) One of the girls is like, I think everyone should go outside. I was like, what the fuck is the matter with you, fucking idiot? Most idiotic idea I've ever heard. Like, she's like, <laughs> legitimately like, I think every single one of us should go outside. <laughs> Terrible idea. Yeah. Um, then there's a big ball of light. Big ball of light. Big little red light. And Renee goes down. Brian's girlfriend, Renee, um, a.k.a. Sloan. Sloan from Andrade. She goes down. And we cut. We get JDO, J, Jason Arnett from the Video Matrix Laboratories. He's telling us that this tape is 100% fake. This is absolutely fake. He analyzed the tape. And he tells you why. And honestly, it's, it's 100% confusing. why. No, but he's like, oh, it's yeah. Like grainy. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, there's some pixelation. And the only time this could happen is if the image was so intense, it burned a sharper image in it. Or they use special effects. Yeah. And that's what he's that's what his pitch is. Uh back at the house, Renee's fucking dead. <laughs> Not quite. Uh, but she has a pulse. It's very slow. Brian turns on Kurt. He's like, if you didn't shoot the aliens, they wouldn't have done this. 
to my response is, Brian, they fucking shot you first. They shot you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Rosie's missing. They find her upstairs. We're getting a weird vibe from Rosie now because she's like upstairs trying to like get to the alien. Yeah. By herself. Yep. Like trying to move a giant bookcase. And like the whole time, uh, Rosie's like the calm one and keeps being like, nah, it's fine. Like, very weird. Fine. Yeah. Very, very unsettling. Like, yeah. She likes, you know, unlike Blair Wish, the one's quote unquote scary scenes when that guy's staring at the wall. Yeah. That's like Rosie the entire the time. The entire time. Like staring at all these things. Yeah. Like she's just, yeah. Yeah. It's really unnerving. So Kurt is finally leaving. He keeps trying to leave to go to the car. And literally every time somebody's like, oh, wait. An alien fart. <laughs> and then, like, it draws everyone's attention. Well, he's trying to go back uh, to replace the battery, right? Yeah, he's out. trying to get a battery from a tractor to put in the truck yes. and bring it back and get everyone. Um, and the little girl is super fucking ominous. Like, like Kurt is leaving. And the little girl's like, that's probably not a good idea, Daddy. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. um, but they're, they're... Well, honestly, it's not. No, no. And Kurt leaves with Brian? Yeah. Yeah. The two brothers, the two oldest brothers go out And together. Matthew guards the door. Matthew's on guard duty. And they say, we'll knock three times when we come back. That's how you'll know it's us. Yeah. Good, good plan. Good fucking plan. Um, I love the scene because it's also very realistic because... Or not just this actual scene, but I love that concept because the wife is freaking out because her husband's not coming back and she hears a knock and Matthew's like, yeah. it's, they said three times, like they would knock three times and she's like, let me out. And fuck even, you. even more, they knocked twice, Yeah, which was like, oh man, it was just like, it gave me a little bit of chill. Like, yeah. It was just like, so, cause yeah. Like cause, her reaction would be like, that's them. Like, yeah, yeah. let them in. Yeah. You're, you're going to kill them. And like, why wouldn't you think that? You would, you would even, but then, and, and like, cause my qualm was like. If it was them, they'd be like, let us the fuck in out loud. But they're not saying anything. But even as a distraught wife, you're like, open that fucking door. Because right. maybe and, their mouths and, are and, or, wired shut. Or they don't want the things to hear them. Right. Oh, yeah. Or that. Yeah, that's a good point, Jill. But yeah, knock, they only knocked twice. And the wife's like, open that fucking door. she's like, door. you're not part of this family. Oh, yeah. It was He's doing a good job. And Matt doesn't do anything. Matt, Matthew. Matthew, yeah. excuse me. Not Matt. Matthew hugs her. In yeah. that moment, and you're like, fuck, man, that's heavy shit. And they make out. Dude, that, that <laughs> scene blew my fucking hair back, man. That scene was awesome. Um, also, the girls, it's like, because the, the, the mom's like screaming about the dad, and the girl's like, don't worry, you'll be with daddy soon. And at some point, somebody should be like, hey. Hey, girl, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get out of here. <laughs> Will you stop being a little fucking creep? <laughs> you're really scaring the piss out of everyone right now. Um <laughs> they keep also showing these graphic image warnings every time they come back from break, like viewer discretion advised, which just makes yeah. you like, oh man. And like, there's really nothing graphic in this at all, no. but it, like, they just like, yeah, the anticipation just kills you in it. Also before the knocking scene, they hear gunshots oh, and they're yeah. all like, they're shooting at something. Yeah. 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 Um, yep. And also I'm pretty sure the voiceover that does the, the viewer discretion, I'm pretty sure it's Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> like 90% sure it's good. Uh, we meet Dr. Benjamin Green, clinical psychologist. He says he's disturbed by the little girl's behavior because she's the only calm one. And she's trying to calm others, which is normally a parent role. And she appears to be possessed. Which we never do figure out. Um, I think the aliens are just in her head. Yeah. Back at the house, red lights engulfing the house. People are freaking out. Kurt's wife, Linda, runs to the door. Um, 
crazy Linda's still trying to get outside. She gets taken out. <laughs> they talk her down. Um, we already kind of talked about that. And then, so they're all like trying to calm down in the, in the, the room. Matt's got, Matt's playing like peacekeeper. And then Matt and Linda just start, Matt and Linda, Linda is Kurt's wife. Kurt's wife just start making out in front of Mel. And she's like, what the hell? Yeah. And he's like, I thought that was you. Yeah. And they're also hearing things at the same time, I think. I think they're also like. I think Tommy's the one that's like, can't you see what's happening? Like, they're fucking with us. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Um, Tommy sets down the camera because the batteries are dying. And we see Rosie come in and take the bullets out of the gun. The gun, yep. Fucking creepy as fuck. Um, Tommy and the mom get into a fight about drinking. It's irrelevant. Irrelevant. But um, but it is again. It's yeah. like a good family element. Like, yeah, like because it's it's like a passionate fight, and like you know, you wouldn't think about fighting about that in that moment. But yeah, like, but your emotions are all bottled up. Things and, are going to come out. Yeah, and in this moment, we're also learning that you know everyone that's in the house that's left in the house is kind of stuck there. Yeah, like they're like, what the fuck do we do? Like we have nothing, no option but to wait. And they all clearly know those. The, those two boys are dead. Oh yeah, like no one is, no one is pretending. <laughs> no one's fucking pretending. The only reason they're pretending is like for Rosie's sake. Yeah. Who like honestly, if you Rosie doesn't give a fuck right now. Rosie's just like whatever. Yeah, and then uh, everyone starts feeling a burning sensation. Oh, that was wild. Like on the back of their necks and yeah, stuff. it's like making a, a triangle, right? A triangle shaped burn. I didn't notice the shape, but it, it, they all had the same, like, blotch in the same spot. And they're all like, it's, it's on fire. For Rose. Yeah. And Rosie's like, don't worry. Just give it a minute. It'll go away. <laughs> Damn it, Rosie. And everyone's like, no, it's melting my skin. <laughs> At what point do you throw Rosie the fuck out of the house? Dude, I put her in a garbage disposal <laughs> so fast. Because, honestly, everyone is like, 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 Tommy's like, my fucking skin is melting. <laughs> everyone's freaking the fuck out. And then they're like. Wait, it's gone. Rosie's like, see, I told you. Like, all right, Rosie, I'm gonna fucking bash your head in, <laughs> fucking stupid shit. Um, Matt says he's going to go out to get the car. He goes off by himself. They immediately hear the knock. Like two seconds later, they're like, that was fast. They go to open the door. Commercial. Uh, we meet Eileen Burchess. I think she might be our last one. No, second to last. And she's telling us this is definitely real, but she's like, I don't understand it though, because it appears that they captured them for sample purposes, like just like the cow, like they were doing scientific research, like they're not coming here to just cut up a cow. Um, she's like, but there also must have been some element of vengeance involved in this because if they didn't see, if they didn't interrupt the cow thing, they wouldn't have gone after that family. Right. And you're like, fuck, like, that's cool to, like, acknowledge that. It's really fucking cool. Uh, Power comes back on the house and Tommy's just like, guys, they are fucking with us. Like, stop. Like, yeah, they are just messing with us. It's like the blender's turning on. Uh, yeah. Appliances are going on and off. Rosie's not affected at all. Uh, they're freaking out inside. Camera's scrambling. Um, they go out. They end up going outside. To look, to check, they're they're like fine. Let's all go out and see what we can find. They go out to the car. They find everybody's shit, all their the weapons, lights, mangled, all there, all melted. And they're like, oh my god, no bodies whatsoever to be found. And then we see the aliens walking towards them through the woods, and that is an eerie, eerie fucking sight. Like that is 
creepy as fuck. Um, as they're like running around, they're like hearing the phone ringing inside. So the front door is locked. They can't get in. Then they hear the phone ringing and they're like, oh, let's try that door again. And it opens like they're completely fucking with them at this point, like totally fucking with them. Um, yeah, it's really weird. It's really weird. And then we hear they go into the house. They're just freaking out. Rosie's just like, mommy, mommy, Renee's dead. <laughs> and Renee, deader than a doornail. <laughs> We meet our last guest speaker, Colonel Ronald Hampton, retired United States Air Force. He says this is 100% proof aliens are real based on their movement. (laughs) Of course. That we have not seen because it's pitch black every time we see a fucking alien. And he's like, yeah, the way they move is so natural. Can't be fake. (laughs) All right. You're almost as bright as the, uh, the, the the retired Air Force guy from the convention. The convention? Like, well, Jesus Christ, we have <laughs> all the proof we need to move forward. Um, they go to check out Renee, who's dead. Mel's like, I can't hear her heart. And Rosie's like, yeah, you can't hear it because she's dead. <laughs> it was like the best line in movie history. Uh, a, a four-year-old telling you why a person's dead. Mel being like, huh? Why isn't she breathing? It's weird. Um, they barricade themselves in the house. Yeah. Start yeah. putting furniture in front of the windows, the doors. Uh, Tommy gives like a, a, I don't know, what do you call that? A uh, soliloquy? Soliloquy. Yeah, I don't know. Will I live to see tomorrow? <laughs> Dude, I was laughing so hard to go back to that Renee scene. I was just laughing so hard at that scene because that scene is like a few minutes long and everyone's just like, Oh, she's cold. She, they're just saying things that happen to dead people, and they're, like, so confused. Like, wait, she has no pulse. <laughs> she's fucking dead. She's fucking dead, you fucking idiots. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, they, they, they basically give up at this point. They, it looks like they've succumbed to um, whatever's going to happen to them. They're all just sitting around the kitchen table. Um, Linda, wife of Kurt. It's like, you know, <laughs> she's like, you know, me and Kurt would sneak off to the pantry and, and she's like about to tell like a sex story about her and Kurt, which had me laughing. But even better, the mom whips around and is like, no, no, Linda, not in front of Rosie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and finally, a scene without screaming when Tommy gives his soliloquy. That was the only reason I liked that scene was because like finally for the first time people aren't just like screaming at the top of their lungs. (laughs) I was starting to get a headache at this point. Um, This movie was an hour and 40 minutes. The original was like 80 minutes. So they added a bunch of stuff to the end. And I'll tell you, I can tell you where they cut it off. I don't know. Did you read where they cut it off originally? It's an interesting choice. We'll talk about it at the end. So um, Tommy gives his goodbyes. He's like, they killed my brother. He's just rehashing everything that's happened. I miss my dad. I wish he was here. Gives his I love you. Goes downstairs. Um, Rosie goes, hey, Uncle Tommy, it's time to put the camera down. Puts it down. And we watch the family just playing cards. Um, Rosie's being fucking weird as fuck, though, because Rosie's like, oh, hang on one second. I got stuff to do. And like gets up and walks away. Let's the aliens in. We see her go. We see the red light. And like the way the aliens entered the room, 
is like so casually. <laughs> just like an old guest came over for dinner. They were like swinging their arm, like they've got like. But it was creepy because of that. Yeah, they yeah, just yeah. Like show up, like, like what up? <laughs> and like the kid Tommy's like, holy shit! Yeah, yeah. Tommy screams. They all get up. They're all screaming, but all of a sudden, they stop screaming except for Tommy, who's like, "What the fuck is happening?" And they just use mind control. Yeah, and they like take them. Yep. Like peacefully, like they just like put up their hand and like the sister leaves. Then they get Tommy who's screaming. They get him to shut the fuck up. They take him. Um, and on the way out, um, they they like look at the camera and they it, shut it, it down. It like, yeah. Also, the whole time the camera is getting like the frequency. Yeah. Yeah. It's all glitchy and stuff and warped. Yeah, and the aliens shut down the camera. And then at the end, they go, if you have any information regarding the whereabouts of these people, please contact the producers at 1-800-555-0022. Yeah. And then they flash all of their photographs at the end. I loved it. It was eerie as shit. Eerie as shit. Should we call the number? Yeah. Let's see what's going on. Let's see if we got any tips. Let's see if they found the mystery. Have you tried this yet? No. <laughs> uh, but I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, we're calling that number. <laughs> it probably just doesn't work. Isn't 555 like a... Um, a bullshit? A secret number? <laughs> oh, well, that's definitely an alien. Dude, fucking... Fax? Mo- that's alien. <laughs> if I've ever heard one. The loudest noise ever. That was so loud. Uh, well, so that number doesn't work. <laughs> so, yeah, so this movie, um, original runtime was like 80 minutes, and it ended with them outside. And they just get Tommy. Like, Tommy's like, what the fuck? And then they freeze him and take him with them. Yeah. And that's the end. Um, I think... I think the length of this one, the hour and 40 minutes, is too long. Do you? I do. I think they could have really shortened it up because after, like, there is so much. Like, we kind of breezed through that end, but there's a lot of shit in there, man. Like, I thought it was perfect. The perfect length. I thought it was just a little too long. But then again, I hate anything over an hour and 30 minutes. So <laughs> I literally can't stomach it. <laughs> 10 minutes over. Dude, I can't stomach it. I can't stomach it. <laughs> I can't fucking stomach it. Overall, though, I mean, it's amazing. Like, I really do love it. I love it so much. It's like such a little critique in it. But I just think because the, the 1989 one is like 55 minutes, like I think 60 to 80 minutes, you could say, because clearly they've edited it, right? Like they wanted, they didn't have to leave everything. I don't know. Whatever, man. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> so what do you think? What do, what do you rate it? Man, I give it a four out of five. I, I could go higher. You could go higher. I like it a lot. Um, I think I gave it four. I think I gave it four on Letterbox. I can go four and a half. I might have gone four and a half. I forget. But yeah, it's, I loved it. It's got it. It's got it all. It might be one of the most perfect found footage movies. Oh, that might be. I, you my think opinion, it's the best. Uh, Maybe not the I best. I have like, to go through. All right, it's very well done. Yeah, it's better than Blair Witch. It's. I'd say it's probably one of the most accurate found footage ones in terms of like we found the footage. I agree. Like there was no ec- like. I liked it more than Paranormal Activity. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta rewatch. Uh, what was it called? The Last Broadcast. I haven't seen that. About the Jersey Devil. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Is it found footage? 
Mm-hmm. I love found footage. Before Blair Witch. That found footage website I was telling you about earlier, they've, they all they do is talk about found footage movies, and they just review them on their website, and they have like 580. That sounds terrible. And he's like such an aficionado <laughs> about them, and he's like, yeah, and they, he's like, they make about 70 or 80 per year. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's, that's like my nightmare. Out of here. But like, he knows about all of it. <laughs> is your nightmare? Dude, dude probably... It has to be like 99% of them are poorly done. Honestly, I want to thank this guy because somebody has to do it. and I'm just glad it's not me. <laughs> Dude, I completely agree with that because I use his site to like find him because I love him. And uh, yeah, it's like really, it, it is like one of those things where it's like, I see some of the titles and I'm just like, what? I would never subject myself to that. It's like you with your music. Like, I'm like, why are you listening? <laughs> why are you listening to DJ Khaled's new fucking album? Like, you know, you're not going to like it. Like, just turn it the fuck off. Like, <laughs> don't do that to yourself. Dude, I'm on their site right now. They gave, <laughs> they gave Mr. Biffo's found footage uh, 9.4. Mr. Biffo? Yeah. What the fuck is that? Know, it came out this year, apparently. Though I'm I'm on it, <laughs> Mr. Biffo. Dude, they've how many? Holy shit! 580 they have on their site. They said yeah, I'm talking about this year. Oh wait, and that was in that that interview was in like 2016. So there's probably a lot more. Sean pranks with a Z. It, got, it has a 9.3. Question. Well, I think there's different guys that rate it too. By the way, I think he's got a staff now. This is the user average. Oh, user average. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, don't listen. No, no. Wait. The site rating was... They're, they're, they're the same. Nine, <laughs> 9.5. Wait, what? what? I'm getting all over the place here. You're blown <laughs> away by how many movies there are from this year. Pranks the Uh-oh. movie. Dude, it's got a 6.8 on IMDb. That sucks. Why does that suck? Anything below 7 IMDb is terrible. People on IMDb give everything 10s. For prank... <laughs> I don't believe that, dude. Fucking... <laughs> I've never seen that on on IMDb. I never see anything above a seven. What? <laughs> anything below a seven is hogwash. <laughs> oh my god, this site rules. You know what? <laughs> I only want to watch the ones that they gave below a five. To be honest with you, you only want to watch. Yeah, because they look so stupid, <laughs> dude. Harry Potter has a seven point five on IMDb. Yeah. Good. Be an idiot. So, what do you mean? Harry Potter's a great movie. It, it, it's not. It's a great movie. It's really not. It, it doesn't even have peeves in it. Who gives a shit? I do. It's my favorite character. That dastardly poltergeist. IMDb's a bunch of fucking nerds. All right. So <laughs> what is? why are we still talking? Why isn't the show over? Guys. Oh, so I'm not going to do it. But for, oh. for Patreon here on out, I'm just going to read a page from The Matrix 3, The Psychosocial. <laughs> What's the full title? Oh, of it? I love it. I love that idea. That's a great idea. Uh, if I can figure out how to work a Kindle, I can uh, get to my library. <laughs> All right. Well, the government has <laughs> the government. The government's taken away my, my Val Valderine. <laughs> well, like honestly, that would be make the most sense if you were a conspiracy theorist. Why would a digital copy exist on anything? They would just have. <laughs> it's not. I had to download it. Somebody scanned each page. It's, just, it's not the book. Like, somebody scanned it in. But the government would still delete it. Well, yeah. Where the fuck is it? Because you know I, I showed it to you. Remember? 
Yeah, I'm getting kind of scared, though, because, like, it's freaking me out that the government <laughs> deleted that from your Kindle. And they're going to, like, come bursting in <laughs> here because we figured it all out. Well, I mean, wouldn't they go after him first? <laughs> Isn't he dead? Well, uh, so, uh, the government took it off my Kindle and replaced it with my dad as a butthead. <laughs> Dude, there's no way I put that on there. You love this bug. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Valdem Valdemar Valerian and the Matrix. Yeah, yeah, it's not on here. What the hell? Well, the government's fucked with Joe, and they're gonna come kill us. So we should wrap up the episode. Um, and Joe will read the Matrix to you on Patreon, maybe or maybe not. We'll never do it. Who knows? You'll find out. I mean, <laughs> people don't even know what we're talking about at this point. Yeah, I mean, so what is it? It's a book by this guy, Valdemir so, Valerian. Yeah, I found it because it's actually the album title of Jedi Mind Tricks, their their first album, The Psychosocial, blah, blah, blah. Like yeah. 100 words. And uh, it's based off this book called by this guy called Val Valerian. Valdemar Valerian. Yes. And there's five of them. Mm-hmm. They're called The Matrix. And it's just, like, him exposing these truths about aliens. Yeah, I mean, it's him babbling. Oh, no, it's real. (laughs) How? (laughs) Where the fuck is it? I would never delete it from my Kindle. It's all right, man. We'll get them next time. (laughs) All right, guys. So. What a way to end it. What a what a way to end it on a low note. Uh, so that's it for this episode. Uh, if you want to support the show monetarily, uh, you could go to patreon.com slash I hate horror or store.ihatehorror.com to buy some merchandise. Um, oh, we forgot to mention Chicago, November 14th. Oh, nope, that's not the date. Chicago, November 17th and 18th. We are in Chicago. More importantly, November 18th, Deadbolt. Logan Square, Chicago, live show, free tickets, no cover. Come on, get drunk, and listen to us talk about some shit. What are we going to talk about? I have no idea. Nice. We're going to figure it out. All right. Um, Yeah. I'm, can I just read The Matrix? Do you finally have it? No. Oh, <laughs> oh you, you mean in Chicago? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I think they'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Like, well, the bar owners would be like, get the fuck out of this place. You're never allowed back. Um, so come out and see us, man. It's going to be fun. Really fun. And we're also going to be at Days of the Dead those two days also. Um, you can find all that information at Facebook.com slash I Hate Horror. I'm on Twitter at I Hate Horror Show. Instagram and Snapchat at I Hate Horror. Uh, and before Joe drops his thing, uh, leave us a review on iTunes. If you want to help support us non-monetarily, we would really appreciate that. And we appreciate everyone. Whether you support us monetarily or don't, the reviews really help. Um, so leave us a review on iTunes. And if you do, send me an email, sean at ihatehorror.com, and I'll send you some free stickers in the mail. Uh, drop your drop your load. <laughs> I'm at Joe V421, <laughs> Bugnish1985, and Horror Show Joe. What an episode. Next I can't week, believe the government took that away from me. I can, and I'm really nervous about dying right now. So... Um, next week, if there is a next week, if we live to see another day, don't worry, I found that computer. We have a classic. We are doing a classic horror film, a beloved horror horror film. We are doing Reanimator. Yes, Bride of. Yep. So see you next week for Joe. 
This is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. I found it. <laughs> okay.